0: Guys. We Turned Out OK. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out OK with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Welcome to episode sixty-one, a Your Child Explained episode in which we always try to get into the minds of our young kids. Today we are taking a break from our month of food, so March has been and can, will continue to be all about food. I've got some great interviews lined up, some great guests to talk to you about that, and I've got so I've got two podcasts: one at the beginning of the month and one at the end of the month, which are really about how to get your kids to eat, (laughs) how to get them to eat decently. So, and we're right in the middle of that now. But I had, I got a question from a listener and I just thought I have to, you know, it doesn't pertain to food, but that's okay. It's got a, it's, it came up as one that I'm sure you all are enjoying, uh, what Ruth is enjoying in terms of, what her question is about. So let me read it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, so here we go with Ruth's question. Hi, she writes, I would love some advice as to how to reduce the amount of sibling fights in our home. It seems to be constant. My boys are nearly three and nearly five. It seems that they both have a hard time expressing their feelings of frustration in a respectful or non-threatening tone without physical contact. This makes everyone feel tense and is putting a strain on parental-child relationships also. Many thanks, Ruth. So Ruth, I just want to say first thank you so much for your question. It's one that everybody has, isn't it? I mean, if you have more than one child, you got you got sibling fights and stuff. And I want to recommend a fantastic book that I really think you'll get a lot out of. It's called Siblings Without Rivalry. It's by Adele Faber and Elaine Maslish. And by the way, it's one of my nine and a half key resources for old school parents. So you can grab those at com. Just click the button on the homepage to get those resources. And this is one of them. And I recommend Siblings Without Rivalry because you again, if you have more than one child, you've got, they've each got competing like interests. And there's a lot, there can be anyway, a lot of jealousy and envy. And we just had a conversation at our table last night about, we were, so I'm the oldest in my family growing up. And Max is the oldest in our family now. And Ben is the youngest in his family growing up. And Jay is the youngest in our family now. And we were kind of, having this conversation across the dinner table with the younger siblings on one side and the older siblings on the other side and really realizing that like there's, there's positives and negatives to both, you know, sometimes Max or I would feel like why the, why the heck does, does the younger one get to do all this stuff earlier than I got to do it or whatever. And, and the younger kids are like, well, you're always doing stuff, you know, before me, like it kind of in real time. And, you know, that's just one tiny aspect of of um, parenting or or one tiny aspect of being a sibling, I guess, is this sort of idea that like there's there's things that the other one sort of automatically gets that you don't get. And that's just how life is. But kids have a really hard time with that. So so anyway, Faber and Maslisch, Faber and Maslisch, if I can talk siblings without rivalry This is the book, I read this book when my, when my youngest was a baby, and I'm so, so glad I did. It is still the industry standard. You cannot beat it. It's, it's such a great book. There are maybe seven or eight chapters and each one just digs into like a major aspect of what it's like to be a kid with siblings. And what it's like to be their parents. And and actually, the, you know, Adele and Elaine, if I can call them that rather than Faber and Maslish, Adele and Elaine run workshops to help parents like figure this out. And a lot of the insights in the book come directly from the workshops. And in the workshops, they really get into like, what was it like for these parents when they were kids? And I mean, the stories that come up, you know, and I so now one of my favorite things to do is to ask like a, a parent. So what kinds of fights did you guys have when you were kids? And oh gosh, I've gotten some great answers. There's this one series of fighting I remember where uh, a sister who they're now grown up and they're actually quite close, these, these two siblings. But the sister was really, really mad one day because the brother said, oh, I'm going to put hairspray in your hair for you. And instead, he dyed her hair green. He sprayed green dye on her hair. <laughs> so to get back at him for that, she dumped an entire container of glitter into his bed. <laughs> can you imagine that? I, I just, I get such a kick out of that story. So anyway, Faber and Maslish, Siblings Without Rivalry, read it. It's going to give you a lot more advice than than I can give you, especially not knowing, like, I, so Ruth, I don't know your specific situation. But as I said, anybody with more than one kid should read this book. And, you know, not not knowing too, too much about your situation, except that you've got almost three, almost five year old boys and they they have a hard time expressing feelings of frustration without physical contact or without without making feelings hurt. Everybody's tense. I get it. I think it's important to know that, first of all, I don't, like I said, I don't know your situation, but that said, sometimes kids just fight. They're just, they're truly not mature enough to be able to express their frustrations without sometimes getting physical because they just, if you've got all this emotion in your head and you have your, your two, you know, three, almost three is still two and you just, that is not prime time for being able to express yourself with words and so that's really something to work on. Uh, I, I also want to, I'm just remembering, I want to direct you to an early episode of my show of We Turned Out Okay called When Siblings Attack, Stopping the Rivalry. You can find it at weturnedoutokay.com slash 007. I'm going to, by the way, link to each of these. Every time I mention something that you can find somewhere, I'm, I'm going to try and link to it so that you can go grab that resource right away. Um, I basically take, in in my episode seven when siblings attack I took very specific chapters like the things that I thought were most helpful for for us from siblings without rivalry and I kind of I spend my podcast time talking about them so that might be really helpful for you Ruth and for anybody with siblings fighting but but you can you can do that after so after you've hit order you know on your copy of siblings without rivalry then you can you can download we turned out okay episode seven, and then you can kind of listen while you're waiting for the book to arrive. Or grab it from the library. You know what, guys? You don't always have to buy stuff. You can grab it from the library too. Uh, so that's a really long, <laughs> a long, long testimonial for, for Siblings Without Rivalry. But in the meantime, I also, I had a couple of things, I thoughts on stuff that you could maybe try, Ruth and, and other people. One, the first thing I would say is when you are trying to alleviate the fighting. I know in our house and and as a preschool teacher I noticed this too. When kids are fighting, they're noisy, right? They're yelling. Sometimes things are being thrown, sometimes paper's being crumpled, you know, there's all these there's all kinds of noise. And I I guess this is really a two parter. So first I want you to think about being really near like don't yell from another room and expect that that's gonna gonna help I don't know if you do that Ruth I, I probably you don't but anybody listening if if you you can't solve a fight by shouting from the kitchen when you hear stuff like you you need to be you need to be present but also you can't kind of just rush in yelling and screaming you they will take from your atmosphere like they will if you run in as I have done again this is nothing that I haven't done myself uh, it's really, a, a, it's on a spectrum, uh, of like some days are better than others, right? So don't think about me lecturing to you right now. I'm, I'm trying to share some things that I've done and screwed up with and, and how I try to fix it. So if I'm in the kitchen and there are raised voices from a bedroom, it, uh, you know, my first inclination is to sort of shout, can you guys quit it? Stop it or whatever and that doesn't work so then maybe it escalates and by the time i go in there now i'm mad right now the the yelling's been going on or there's been fighting for a a couple maybe a minute or two minutes or something like that And, and it's getting louder and louder so when i rush in already mad and yelling what kind of energy are they taking from me it's not good energy right it's much easier it's much calmer and and easier to solve something when we walk in with a cool head we get down on their level so we're not standing up yelling at them we're maybe we're kneeling between them or we have an arm around each one or something like that and if that feels too close and definitely don't do it i mean this is all what feels right for you but the most important thing and and the thing i wanted really to to highlight here is after you are in front of them in a non-threatening, you're down where they are kind of way. The next thing I would say is really lower your voice. Almost whisper. It's, it's just so easy to get caught up in the sheer volume and, and to shout. But if you whisper, I found that both in the classroom as a teacher in a public preschool program and, and here at home over the whole time that I've had kids, if, if I whisper, they had to stop fighting just to hear me. They had to stop what they were doing so that they could listen. And that made a huge difference. So that's one. Uh, the other thing to try, and this is straight out of Siblings Without Rivalry, is don't reward the aggressor. So, so it's, high, it's often hard to know who started it. And, but if there is like a clear, if somebody is crying and the other, the other one is sort of defiantly holding, I don't know, a stick that they were hitting with or something like that, ignore the kid with the stick. And go to the kid who's crying and just say, oh, wow, I'm so sorry that you're hurt. Let me help you, you know, um, bring them away for for an ice pack or uh, something. In in other words, what you're doing is you're completely ignoring the behavior. If you walk in, Ruth, and you you say you you conclude from what's happened, you know, there's um, there's Lego all over the floor there is one formerly happy child who was playing with the Lego. And the other child is standing up and has clearly just stomped all over the Lego design or the Lego building. You, your instinct, my instinct is to be like, why did you do that? You know, you help fix this up right now. Say you're sorry, that kind of thing. And what you're doing is you're rewarding the person who did the aggression, who committed the, the, the most recent anyway act. I mean, you, you obviously can't you don't know what you didn't see. And that's something to pay attention to as well. But, but in this moment, if you, if you say to the other child, if you're in your really calm, low voice, and you're saying, I'm so sorry that happened, you know, let's, let's build it up together. Or, um, you know, let's, let's go get ice on that eye. Or, or you know, if you're, if you're completely ignoring the aggressor, the aggressor is like, wait a minute, I'm not getting any attention for this. And the aggressor will then I I know it's, I keep saying aggressor the the kid who committed the act in this instance is not getting a reward of your attention the person who's getting the reward is the person who is injured and and that's really important so those are the two things that I would suggest to you one is be right present right in front of them or you know down on their level and whispering or talking very very quietly and the other is make sure that the person who perpetrated is the person who you are ignoring? You're you're trying to help the person who was injured, whether whether it was an emotional injury or a physical injury, and the other one will kind of come around because they're realizing that they're not getting the attention that they that they thought they were going to get. Because we've all done this, where we've all been like, "Why did you do that? Say you're sorry." Um, and those are I guess those are the two things that I would that I would suggest, Ruth. I hope that really helps you. Get in touch with me and let me know uh, if it does. And I I also think that knowing that you're not alone can really help. So every parent of three and five-year-olds has been through this. And I personally have been through it myself. Um, Sometimes it's so hard to keep our tempers. And I just, you know, I really am feeling for you as you're going through this and just knowing that you can you are the person with the power to make the change. And I know you can do it. You just need to, um, you know, take take advantage of those resources that are out there. And I hope that helps. It's all part of growing up. And here is my virtual hug uh, as the parent trying to figure it all out. And by the way, my book, my forthcoming book Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics which was written for you to help you enjoy life more with your young child does not have a chapter in it about siblings and rivalry because that book was already written right i can't i can't rewrite siblings without rivalry it's going to solve so many of your problems and i think that alongside of siblings without rivalry positive discipline ninja tactics the book will be very helpful as well cuz it's going to show you the things that you can do and say in the moment so You might want to get signed up to be notified when the book launches because it's going to be free for three short days when it goes up in Amazon. Planning for April 3rd. When this episode airs, I'm recording it at the sort of the end of February. When it airs, it'll be mid-March. By then, I'm hoping that we will, that you listeners and followers on Instagram and in other social media will have helped me to choose a cover. So we'll have that going for us. Uh, I, back in, in an episode one of the 50s called how to handle every tantrum i actually do something a little different i read from i read that my chapter chapter 14 from the book which is about handling every tantrum and i created a or i had created an infographic to that that you could print out and put on the fridge so that everybody who has anything to do with your child, whether it's a babysitter or a grandparent or a, an older sibling, everybody knows how to handle a tantrum. Uh, so you can print that out and put it on your fridge. You can grab that infographic by going again to com and signing up for it. You'll, you'll sign up for that. You'll get notified about when the book's coming out. You'll get some FAQs that people have about the book, and then you'll be all set for handling Uh, Every situation, it pretty much accepts siblings because, because as I said, that book has already been written. So in the meantime, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope today was helpful to Ruth and to everybody else listening. And finally, I want to give a special thanks to our producer, the man who fought with his brother a lot when they were kids, and who gets along They get along now really well as grown-ups. The 18-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award, Benjamin Culp. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Do you have a question about something your kid is doing that is driving you crazy? Well, don't let that continue. As Gordon from Sesame Street always says, asking questions is a good way of finding something out. Put my master's degree in early childhood education and years of experience working with young children to work for you. Go to weturnedoutok.com slash contact or email me at karen at ok, or ask your question on the Facebook fan page, which is the we Turned Out Okay podcast page, or Instagram at weturnedoutok or on Twitter at Stone Age Techie, or you can even snail mail it to me, Karen Lock Culp, P.O. Box 61, Bellingham, Massachusetts, 02019, and you'll get your question answered here on a future Your Child Explained episode. We'll see you here for the next episode of We Turned Out Okay. Thanks so much for listening.